Hey guys, and welcome back to Behind the Desk, the podcast about my time working in a recording studio, Loft Music Studios in Newcastle to be exact, where the work that comes in can vary in many ways, from musical talents of the clients coming in to the scale of the project that we want to achieve. And the project I want to talk about today is a project where I don't want to say it was weird, more unusual, because me and Tom were tasked with creating a song from nothing but a vocal recording on someone's phone. But before I dive into it, if you have any questions about anything I mentioned today, or about the studio in general, then give me a message at Wellesley Media. Link to my social media is in the description. So, this whole thing started when a guy came in with a recording on his phone, and he wanted to make a song, with very little musical knowledge prior to the session, and no real idea about how he wanted the song to sound like. He just had some lyrics he sang on his phone. Now, getting from that to a full-blown song takes effort for sure, but it's not out the realms of possibility. I just wish he'd had some direction of where he wanted to take the song to begin with. Nonetheless, I started working on the track by mapping out basic drum beats, and let's just say, I'm terrible at mapping drum beats. So, what I played for the first half an hour or so sounded... Naff. Luckily, Tom, who I work with, is very good at making music. He actually does it a lot, and he's very good at it. You should go check him out on Spotify. Thomas Day should be the first thing that comes up. Anyway, he can make music, and he came into work late, and took over the mapping of the drums. And together with the client, we worked out the drums and a basic structure for the song in about an hour. The next step was to try and add some instrumentation to the track. Again, this took a bit of effort because the client didn't know what he wanted. However, he did say that he wanted some stuff, he knew he wanted guitars, so we used the guitar at work, and we started working out the key of the song, which was F major, I think. And then working out some chords, and throughout the process we were also changing up the settings of the amp sim in Logic, just to see what the client liked and didn't like. And through a lot of tweaking and idea playing, we eventually got the sound of the guitar to where the client was happy. But we also managed to get some chords for the verse sorted out as well, which was always a bonus. And finally, we added a more exciting strumming pattern than basic long sustained downstrokes, just to fit in with the demo vocals we had at that point. Now, the rest of the session on day one was just building up the foundations of what we had. So things like adding a bass line because it was lacking any bass adding some weird reverby, plucky guitars in the chorus to thicken it up and differentiate it from the verse, as well as some synth pads in the background to again, give the track some weight or just fill it out a bit more. Oh, and we did get the client to record the lyrics in the studio as well. We didn't want him to just be sitting there all day doing nothing. And to be fair, he sang the first half of the song pretty well. The real challenge was the second verse, because I think he wrote it a bit too wordy, and he couldn't get the timing or the pitching right with what we currently had. So he decided to rewrite the verse too, and record it in our next session. And I'm glad he did, because on day two, he had better lyrics and smashed out verse two. So the rest of the time in the recording booth, he spent working out ad-libs and backing vocals and harmonies, but he wasn't a huge fan of anything he did or we suggested. But it definitely needed something like that, otherwise his vocals sounded very dry and lacklustre in the song overall. So we encouraged him to try and include some of these backing vocals, 
but we did push them really far back in the mix. They weren't in your face, and to be honest, you could barely hear them, but at least they were there. It was just there to give him an extra lift in his vocals. Also on day two, we also added more guitar parts and synth lines throughout the track to get it from a demo song to an actual song. I remember there was this chuggy guitar part I added in the chorus which I really liked, but it was very difficult to get right, it took me a good 15 minutes to get something we could use, definitely my favourite part of the track. But I like other bits as well, such as the plucky reverb guitars as well as some of the background synth pads. and. The starting reverse chord, which acts like a swell to lead into the pop punk track we've created that sounds like it could come from the 80s, I really like that as well. Lyrics are a bit weird, but it's not my song, so whatever. By the end of day two, we had the song done and recorded. The next step was just to mix and master the track. And that's what I've been working on this week with Tom. Most of the instrumentation doesn't need much work, just a few tweaks of volume and EQ here and there. The main thing we have to do is sorting out the vocals, because there is a fair bit of manual tuning we have to do. We have stuck the Waves auto tuner on already and set it to the right key, and that has helped for most of the notes sung, but some of them are still sticking out quite a bit. I think it's because they were in a weird interval, I think it was the second interval, which is a very weird one. But it does require we use Melodyne or the Waze real-time tuner to manually nudge these notes and modulation into the correct places. Which is a bit of a long process, but the vocals definitely need it. And I think if we don't do it, it's just going to sound absolutely terrible and the client won't like it. I did also try having a go yesterday at making the vocals sound a bit more full and thicker overall. Because they seem a little dead compared to the rest of the track. I was actually talking to my boss who showed me a song from the 80s which sounds really similar. Now, in that song, they double-tracked the vocals and had the second vocal going through a chorus effect. Unfortunately, I can't double-track the vocals because he isn't coming in again to record anything. But we do have the backing vocals still. So I decided to try and add the chorus effect on them and test if that would work. And if I'm honest, I'm a bit on the fence about it. I don't... I do like the effect and it's a nice contrast to the dry and sensual verse vocals but I don't know if I've just implemented them well. You know what I mean? It just seems a little too jarring. I'm going to have to go back and see what I can do next time I work on the project. So yeah, that is the story of how I helped create a song from scratch at work. Have you done anything like this before? Or would you like to try something like this? Let me know by leaving a comment down below at Wellsy Media. Link to all my social media is in the description. All that's left to say is thank you for listening to today's episode of Behind the Desk. I hope you've enjoyed listening to the process of creating this song. I've been John and I'll catch you in the next one.